And that was Run Me Through. Now, uh, Boon Jong Hoo's last film, Snowpiercer, was a wild ride, a very imaginative, allegorical, political, capitalist. It was an amazing film. It took on a lot of uh, the concerns of the modern world and did so with great elan. And it was a great thriller. And also, it's in the same almost vein as something like 1984, very present. He's followed that up with something of its equal, Okja. He doesn't take exactly the same aim this time around, but he certainly is wildly imaginative, challenging, daring. And again, he takes on capitalism and uh, the modern world as is. Um, it's rather strange premise. Is um, Tilda Swinton is the CEO of a large corporation that um, is involved in industrial farming. And they genetically engineer these super pigs, uh, which are as big as trucks. They're massive. And 26 of them are placed around the world and left for 10 years. And who, whichever pigs looked after the best and grown, they will bring back to their base and study and, and, and basically use it to help feed humanity and so on. Well, Okja is one such pig and lands in, uh, in South Korea and is looked after by a granddad and her, uh, I think the young girl in it is Yoon Ji Moon. Um, or is it Byun Hee Bong? They're the two. I can't remember which, which person's which in this now. Anyway, she's. Uh, oh, yeah, the child actress is An Seo Hun. And uh, she lives with her granddad in the forest in an idyllic re- uh, location and spends her day entirely with this pig. They're like, it's like a giant cat, really. And this uh, opening part of the movie is sort of, um, yeah, boy and his dog, really. It's a, it's a nice idyllic thing. They're sort of traipsing through the forest. Eventually, the 10 years pass, and uh, the whole time the dad's been saying to the daughter that he's been saving up money to buy the pig. All of the proceeds they've been sending him for looking after it, they would then buy the pig and she would own it. Unfortunately, when the corporation turn up, he admits he's been lying and that he, he was never allowed to buy the pig in the first place, but... He put the money aside in the form of a golden calf. The amount of symbolism going on here is incredible. And the idea is that he would pay for the rest of her life for her education and all of everything else and then get her out of this idyllic farm existence in the woods and send her to the big city. I'm not sure if that sounds like a good thing or not, but obviously he's going to pass away and the child has no other parents and so on. So anyway, the pig gets taken uh, back to Seoul uh, in lieu of being transferred via air to uh, America. And she stows away, as is the want of such stories. But on the way, they are attacked by an animal liberation front who've been following proceedings. Uh, They've landed from America and uh, they're led by none other than Paul Dano. And they... um, basically try and do everything by the book and they um steal the pig and they ask the little girl what do you want to do do you, do you what do you want uh, to happen because their plan was to install a camera and monitoring device on the pig to reveal the horrible practices that were actually happening underneath the public gaze once this pig got back to this mass slaughterhouse sort of thing and she says i want the pig to come home with me But the person that's translating that back says she wants us to go ahead with our plan, lying and ensuring that the pig does then go to uh, the United States. 
A few other things happen, but basically the little girl is then in damage limitation control for this multinational corporation brought to America to reunite with her pig. And it's, um, broadly speaking, a very black comedy. Kind of, if you've seen something like Brazil or something like that, it's, it's absurdist and also very politicised. Um, and there's a lot about uh, global farming and, and, and industrialised agriculture and stuff like that. And the way that we treat animals as well. And it's basically following the, um, the progress of this pig once it's back, the progress of the little girl, and also the interference from the Animal Liberation Front who are filming what happens to the pig, which is pretty barbaric. Now, it, when I finished watching this, immediately I said, hands down, this is the best film I've seen this year. It's the most imaginative film I've seen this year. Does it have flaws? It's got quite... It's got a few flaws in there, maybe more than Snowpiercer had. Um, the opening where Tilda Swinton's explaining what's going on with this pig is incredibly clumsy. And I found myself looking at the screen going, you're doing what? <laughs> it was it was an ungainly setup. Um, and some of the stylistic changes in it from sort of like this idyllic Korean forest where they live on the farm... And the sort of uh, absurdist black humour that comes in when, once the Liberation Front comes through and all of that, they can be really jarring. But I think that it aims so high. I mentioned like how a film like Kong Skull Island doesn't aim above the ground. This aims so high and it gets so many things right and there are so many unexpected elements such as um, there are a lot of times it's very uncomfortable to watch. Uh, they make a an industrialised farm appear a lot like Auschwitz, uh, and it's pretty confronting what happens to the pig as well. Jake Gyllenhaal shows up as the top scientist looking at, into the pig in a scenery-chewing, very strange role. Um, and I don't know whether everything fits quite well. Tilda Swinton must be loving this director as he's given her a couple of terrific roles. In fact, she plays two different roles in this film, but she was awesome in Snowpiercer um, but other parts of the film make you laugh out loud in very dark situations which I found actually quite appealing I thought it looked dazzling I thought it was exciting all the way through and I'm just a sucker for a film that takes a lot of chances and it would seemingly be like trying to explain what this film's about is quite difficult and it doesn't sound like it will work but I really enjoyed it I thought it was very thought-provoking I thought it was very daring um, I thought it was uh, very relatable to the to the current world, as well as being like this absurdist fantasy that seems to have no relationship with the ordinary world. Um, whether all the elements all gel together, I'm not 100% sure, but overall, it, it blew me away more than any film I've seen this year. So I'm going to give Okja, and you can't go too deep into it, because there's, there's quite a lot of suspense um, and quite a few deviations along the line of the plot, which you don't really expect as well. Um, so whether I, um, I would say I'm going to give this Okja 9 out of 10, which denotes a lack of flaws. This has flaws, but overall, I was more dazzled than I've been watching a movie this year. So 9 out of 10 for Okja, and another 9 out of 10 for Boon Jong-ho, with, well, so far, my favourite film of the year. Uh, it would be, be amazing if there was like this high as number two in a year after Snowpiercer. Whether it's better than Snowpiercer, I'm going to watch it again and see. So, nine out of ten. From the feature album, 
from Long Beach, California, 24-year-old who came through with the odd future gang.